Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports fans all over the world, listeners, and Giants fans, you are now tuned into the most dangerous show on the planet, and this is the Power Hour with the special edition of Fuck You, Jason Garrett. And this is our special show today, just for one hour. So we would like for you to call in. The number is 914-205-5796. And you can just groove out with your boy, either chosen one, till um, some of the other fellas get here. But we want to bring the breaking news to everybody that's been heard around the world. Thunderous, breaking the concrete. Jason Garrett has finally been fired from the New York football giants as the offensive, offensive coordinator. Yes, I said it, as the offensive, offensive coordinator. I mean, it just really doesn't need to be talked about as much as we already know. Last night, the New York football giants took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The offense was stagnant, abysmal, stale, and just downright disrespectful, showed nothing. His play calling took us away from what could have been a more competitive game. He did nothing since he has been here. At times, he's shown a play or two, which we've gotten excited about because of the fact that he's never showed anything at all. We have taken for granted what good play calling is. We have failed to see our offense produce. We have let the defense down time after time, barring it has been on both sides, defense and offense. But since he's been here in 26 games, the New York football giants have failed to score 30 points, and that is atrocious. That is atrocious. We play in a new modern-style offense. The NFL has moved on from 1990s football. This is a passing league. You have to throw the ball. He had the weapons, no question about it. Barring injuries, that was cool. But coming off a bye week with healthy weapons, a $72 million wide receiver, a running back who's coming off injury, and we know what he can do with his talent. You got a number one draft pick in Kadarius Toney at wide receiver. You just didn't get it done. I'm expressing my thoughts to somebody else, you know, gives a call in or whatever the case may be. I did not like you. You were not my choice. I am happy you are gone. Praise the Lord for that. And I am just excited and ecstatic to see what can possibly take place in this offense without you holding it back and possibly getting some fresh plays called with a fresh playbook and actually moving the ball down the field, having some success in the run game, having some success in the pass game, and actually getting on the same page with our quarterback, wide receivers, running back, and possibly the offensive line moving forward. Some camaraderie just all around on the field offensively. You were piss poor at what you did and I'm happy to are gone. And I know I'm not the only person that feels that way because there's going to be many others to call in to share my sentiments. And without further ado, we do have a caller. What You guys know who he is, OG Steve from D.C. What's going on, baby? Welcome to the fuck you guys. Yo, yo. What's up? Peace, guys. What's cracking, baby? Peace, King. Yeah, What's up? Man. Breaking news. Jason Garrett is going. So you can just jump right into it, brother. How do you feel about that? And moving forward, well, you know, with this Freddie Kitchen, you know, obviously I'm looking forward, you know, because that's all any of us can do, man. Of course, you know, obviously it's jubilee, you know, and it's still jubilee, man. But it's just like a uh, sense of relief, man, and you know, just it's insomniness, you know, realness. Like, okay, you know, I mean, we're just peeling back the onions, you know, peeling back the layers, you know, and there's gonna be some more crying going on, man, because. We still have other issues to address, no no question about that. So, you know, once these, uh, you know, once these, all the tears are, man, then we can start to see clear-eyed, man, and really have a clear vision of really who we are as a team, and really that's what it's all about. It's open, you know, 
I'm hoping that some people's eyes will be open and maybe my own eyes will be open as well. But I really believe, you know, that people are going to see, you know, that as much as, you know, Jason Gab was a big part of the problem, you know, uh, we have other issues and, uh, you know, but it is definitely relief and exciting about the future, you know, uh, to me, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we all see some terrible defensive play that really, you know, emotionally scarred us all. But we got to remember, man, we have the potential and we have the ability to be a dominant defense, you know, when uh, we're all in a position and enthusiastic and focused. So, uh, but as you all know, I mean, to me, part of the problem with the offense is Raymond is so proven different at this point is Mr. Daniel Jones. So all eyes on him and the offense and, and, and on the defense and the coaching staff, everybody included, man, everybody. Because, I mean, as much as, you know, I'm, I'm relieved about Jason Garrett, I'm still really pissed off that it even came to this. I'm really sorry that it came to this, you know, because I, I don't like to see nobody lose their job. Truth be known, because it's, especially if it's on my team, because that means we, we didn't do well. We didn't do what we were supposed to be doing. So let's go, you know, and I'll just say this last thing. If you haven't heard, excuses are tools of the incompetent. Use the mill. Build monuments of nothing and bridges of nowhere. Those who use them seldom amount to anything. Therefore, there are no excuses, excuses, excuses. How? Amen to that. And um, I just have another question before I go off on, you know, just a couple of thoughts you know, on my mind about this whole situation because a lot of times when we fire somebody, you know, we look at a situation and we say, okay, is this the right move to make? In my mind, absolutely, unequivocally, this was the right thing to do. It should have been done three weeks ago. Some people may or may not agree to that, but I do think for the most part I will have those that agree with me. This should have been done Three weeks ago, we shouldn't have went into the bye week with him as coordinator, and obviously we saw why last night. This stalemated offense is not going anywhere. It puts a lot of pressure on a quarterback with the skill set of Daniel Jones because he's not a franchise guy, so we have to look at those things as well. I'm with you all the way, OG. Nobody gets a pass. Moving forward, Daniel Jones' evaluation is going to be just as hard as I gave Jason Garrett. So there's not going to be any passes. Patrick Graham, I'm looking at you too. The fact that you have ability to make adjustments allows me to, you know, take my gaze off you for a second, but don't get it twisted. You side-eyed in this too. But moving forward as a franchise, I just want to know what the people feel that they want to see now, some things that they know, if they're familiar with Freddie Kitchens and how he runs things and what he does in this offense and what they want to see moving forward. We all know it's about throwing the ball down the field and scoring points, but I'm talking about just overall offensively, running the ball, getting things going. I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Once again, the topic is Fuck You, Garrett Show. We're happy about what's going on. Thank you. A sigh of relief. First domino, as my brother with LRP would say, to fall. Let's get it going. Letting everybody speak at once. The floor is yours. I was giving old data. Um... No, man, no. You know me. I'm going to keep running until you say stop. I'm going to have to talk to you. Get me going. Yeah, the floor is you guys. Man, listen, today is the day, man. Because I was ready to go. Because here's the thing. I wanted to say the thank you, sir. First of all, I didn't know you was there, my brother. Peace to everybody. But listen. We got straight you know, Montana with the I, 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 I had some. I had some. I'm really pissed off with a certain amount of you know, some players, man, because on obviously defensively, really because of the lack of effort, man. I mean, but we, you know, we seen what Bradbury was doing out there, man. Come on, man. You know, come on, man. Come on, man. He paying way too much money for that bullshit. So I don't care if you know if you get two dislocated shoulders, man. Make a tackle, bro. Make a tackle, bro. Make a Tackle, you know, uh, effort, you know, I mean, listen, you know, it, this one there, the pass rush, I mean, at this point, it's, all you can do is say is jobs for the, 
for the players. You know, we ain't going to bring no more players up here this year right now. We're just not going to do that. It ain't going to make no sense. That's, you know, it's just some sort of trade. I'm on the fire sale, though. We can enter, you know, because it definitely needs to be an evaluation period for sure. You know, I, I just saw some things defensively. I, you know, I know we can be a much dominant defense if we can make it that much worse. I just saw some effort things that, you know, that really disturb me. But uh, to me, it's Daniel Jones the most, and it's Saquon. I don't think I want to, you know, I can't pay Saquon, man. It's Evan Ingram's right up there, too. You know, Will Hernandez. Oh, fuck you. Oh, my God. And I spoke up for you earlier. Oh, my God. Will Hernandez. Name Soda. Get the fuck on. I mean, we know when we need to clean up. We got a lot of shit to go there. That's why I say, I'm, you know, it's like, I'm a, but I'm going to put them all on the curve. I'm going to give them all the curve. You know why I'm going to give them a curve? Because I'm a nice guy. I'm going to give them that same curve that I go out and put my trash out on every Tuesday morning. When the, so they can come get my trash. That's right where I'm going to put them. Because they're some straight hot garbage, bro. And uh, we got to clean that shit up. So, Absolutely. My brother, Shakes Montana, the floor is yours. The fire in the Dave Gettleman. Fuck you, Garrett show. Excuse me, not Dave Gettleman. I just want him going too, but maybe I'm just, you know, dreaming and getting too a little over too zealous. But go ahead, brother. The floor is yours. Fuck you, Garrett show. Shakes Montana. Yeah, um, I had got distracted a little bit. I was trying to, um, make sure that I had promoted everything, because I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot I was supposed to have done that. But, um, man, you know, usually after a loss, I I can't even muster up words um, to even talk to anybody, let alone do a show. That's why a lot of times you won't have a Montana Mondays. Sometimes I'll be just busy as shit. But I'm elated today. And I'm happy that it's not a Montana Monday. It's a Nacho Rabbit's Tuesday today. So later on, 7 p.m., we're going to chop it up some more about this. Not only the loss, but finally, finally, Fireman Garrett. Now, I'm going to say, if you was listening for the last two years, if you was over there on the other um, platform with us that we were on, and you were listening, you would hear me say, I don't blame Gary. I don't. I don't think he has the tools he needs for him to do what he needs to do. I would say that in numerous shows, I always went to my Spags analogy because I wanted Spags to come back in that second tenure. And when he came back, he wasn't so good. But I said, please, just hold on. Just wait until he gets some tools. Then you judge. No pun intended. But he turned it around. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. I told y'all motherfuckers so. This time around, I thought I was going to be right again. But when I looked at this season and I looked what he was doing and I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, this motherfucker is in the way. Get out of your own way, sir. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you in your own way, man? Why, are, why do you have a big play and you go 40, 50 yards down the field and then you do a fucking tight end reverse? What type of shit is that? How about, you know what I mean, you go and you have a third and two and you do a wild card reverse shotgun play. Time shit is that. And even yesterday, 
you're in third and two, I believe. Whatever that was. No, I think it was third and goal. We in the goal line, fourth and goal. Excuse me. Right? Fourth and goal. And I don't know whether you just don't trust my man. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what the fuck. I really don't. But even if you don't trust him, you trusted the other dude, and the other dude was out there. So fourth and goal, and you at the two, you want to do some type of pass play that was just sloppy as fuck. But you don't want to man up and just say, all right, well, I'll just run this shit. If we don't make it, then obviously we don't make it. They'll be at the two-yard line. Why don't you just man up and just run the ball and go line? Why do you want to get so cute? Things, these, and that's just one of the things that I seen in yesterday's episode. In that scary-ass episode that I had to watch. Because I declared two weeks ago that we were going to beat these goddamn Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We were going to win. The reason why I had a lot of confidence was the defense I felt like was going to do what they was going to do. But I see Logan Ryan, their leader, and and and, and that, that's just the final domino. We have lost a lot of leaders on this defense. Blake Martinez, Peppers. It's just too much. Then you lose Logan Ryan for this important game here? I see maybe for the Philly game or something like that. But this game here? Obviously, that was just too much for this defense because we couldn't stop them really. Brady fucking ran and scrambled for a fucking first down. Dismiss, right? Back to the offense that was offensive. Couldn't move the ball. Didn't want to run the ball at all. And I keep on telling y'all every fucking week, which fucking irks my fucking nerve. It makes my blood boil to see on first down, you don't even want to run the ball. I mean, seriously. I mean, I can understand here and there you want to pass the ball, throw the defenses off, I get it. But first down, can we get some yardage? I don't care if it's two fucking yards. Can we get some fucking yardage so it can be second and eight or second and seven or second and six? Not fucking second and ten or second and fucking twelve or fifteen. Like, bro, you're going backwards. And that's all because of you. So I turned coat this whole season. I seen it from the first game. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is in his way. He's in his own way. And it didn't get no better throughout the season. It really didn't. To the point that I had to beg on this show for this guy, not once but twice, for this guy to just stay out his own damn way. But he couldn't do that. Thank God. Thank God that there is a God. Because you are fired. In my Vincent Man voice. And I am so fucking happy. So fucking happy. Because you have to be the most dumbest, smartest motherfucker in the world. How did you go to fucking Harvard? You? You. Shit, he went to Harvard. I should be a Princeton alumni. 
You know, he went to Princeton, man. Not Harvard. He's a Princeton guy. He thirsty? Yes. I should have went to Harvard. That motherfucker. <laughs> if that motherfucker went to Princeton, I should have went to Harvard. Because God damn it, got to be the smartest, dumbest motherfucker in the world. I, 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 I just, he baffles me. But no longer do I have to endure what he has to offer. I can now act like this guy does not exist. And to me, he doesn't. Because he's irrelevant to me from now on. I don't give a fuck where he goes. I don't give a fuck who he coaches. I don't give a fuck how successful he gets when he goes somewhere else or if he fails. I care. He's irrelevant. I wish that he never was a Giants offensive coordinator. And I wish we never hired him at all. So let's move on to Kitchens. Hopefully he knows what the fuck to do with all these weapons. Because obviously Gary didn't. And but you don't have to know. And I'm, I'm going to get out your way, right? But you don't have to know exactly what to do with all these weapons. Just do what I was telling Garrett to do. Stay out your own way. Let these players show their talents. That's it. Don't do extra. Don't do too much. Don't do too less. Just let them play. Just let them play. Goodbye, Garrett. Na 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 na. Hey. Goodbye. <laughs> We got LRP with us. The floor is yours, brother. Oh, Welcome happy to this special day. edition of Fuck You, Gary. Goodbye. Am I on TV? Yes, brother. <laughs> you on TV. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Gary left. When Gary left, oh, when Gary left, when Gary left, to wipe my tears away. Come on, sing it with me. Congregation, stand up. Motherfuckers, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, fire. I don't know how you do that every week. It hurt my throat. I don't know, neither, no. man. That is awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fire. Let me take my ass off for the speaker. Well, he hit me clearly. Man, I am elated. Elated. You understand me? I've been calling for this. I didn't want him to begin with. It's been looking atrocious since he's been here. And they finally did it. I'm a little bit of sweet about it. I ain't going front. A little bit of sweet about it because they should have did it before the pie. <laughs> what amount is sound, what it sounded, would have made so much more sense to be able to have two weeks with a new guy, Kitchens, whatever, to have him get in the lab with Jones, Barkley, the whole team, the whole offense, and, and cook up something. Get in the lab and cook up something, and you would have been able to put it to the test against the stout defense of uh, Bucks team, against the Todd Bowles defense that came with the Thunder last night. And clearly, they seen enough. I don't know what made them not see enough already, but clearly they seen enough after the debacle and disaster that it was the offense last night. So I'm glad they did it. I'm glad he's gone. I have no hard feelings. He's going to be okay. He's already a millionaire. I'm pretty sure he got a trust from somebody else before he got all his football money, and he had quarter NFL money from before that. He's going to be fine. Nobody's going to see him holding up a sign saying I need to feed my family. So, please, anybody out there feeling bad for somebody that lost their job in a pro NFL, NBA, whatever, say you can miss me with that because he's good. 
I lose my job, I'm, hey, I'm looking for the easy way out. You understand me? Even with my job, I'm looking for the easy way out because, Lord, somebody help me. He's going to be fine. Be an athletic director somewhere, you know what I mean? Whatever. Moving forward. I know this is the F.U. Garrett show, so I'm just going to stick with this. The topic at hand, I ain't going to talk about the game until somebody else bring it up. But I'm glad it's gone. I'm out the way. I want to know if anybody else feels the same way. I don't know how many people here, but we here. I'm glad it's gone. Y'all know me. Y'all don't have to hear me complain about this no more. <laughs> Unless kitchen stuff, but we'll talk about that later. But for right now, hey, can't wipe the smile off my face, bro. And we don't want to, brother, because we want exactly. to smile the the chain wanna, reaction. Let me say real quick, the one thing I really, you know, I can't emphasize enough what you just said is, you know, I mean, for the, they could have did it the, before the bye week instead of waiting for one of the shortest weeks we're going to have before we play again, but, you know. Uh, I guess, you know, better now than never. But, yeah, I mean, the timing could have been a little bit better. But uh, it's all about moving forward, you know, and about feeling sorry you know for them, nobody else. But, yeah, I'm going to say it's like, but this, this shit is like, bullhead, man. Y'all knew he wasn't the dude before. But, but let, no? me, let me let me take it a little bit deeper just for a second because I know it's going to go all over the place. Because one thing me and Brother E acknowledged earlier is that, I think, because you would ask yourself, well, why they wait till now? We've been knowing he bummed it. What about this game? I think particularly this game, I feel like Jason Garrett specifically went against the game plan. Like, I felt like, you know, uh, like, uh, damn, uh, what's his name? Felt like he betrayed him, man. You know, head coach felt Joe like judge. Jason Garrett like betrayed him. Yeah, judge felt like he betrayed him. So, I think it, was, it got became personal, too. You know, it was like, he, you know, so he didn't really follow the script on what they were supposed to be doing. So, I think that's why it was a that was a deal breaker you're gone situation and thank God for it because we've been knowing it needed to be done but I think it was uh you know, he we went against his trust. Like, you know, there was no more trust, therefore the respect was it was gone as well. So you know, uh that's one layer, you know, one more layer removed, man. So people better get ready to get cry to cry before before we move on because we still got some cleaning up to do. And I look forward to doing that, man, because uh it's all about Big Blue now. No more excuses. Amen to that. Uh, we got a half hour on this great Fuck You Garrett show, and we know it's over. Uh, we're happy. We're smiling. You can hear the, the, the voices on the show. You can, you can hear the smiles through the voices on the show. You can hear how the panel is all just everybody's in a different area. And let me let the Giants fans know something. This is not about celebrating the downfall of a man. This is celebrating the removal because he was a part of the downfall of the team. Because most people think, oh, look at these guys celebrating a guy getting fired. What's that? No, 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 no. Just like anybody has a job. You don't perform it, you lose it. There's only two ways you leave a job. Either you get fired or you leave it yourself. Okay? So in this case, he didn't need to resign. Right. My bad, but some people are wrongfully terminated from it. So, like, you know, like, that's why I say that. People can miss me with that. You know what I mean? They always wonder, right. you know, that's the dramatic the Democrat in them or whatever. But fuck all that. Dude's going to be all right. Dude's a millionaire already. He ain't hurt. Right. Well, he, he's hurt us. And no longer can you hurt us now. You're going so long, bye-bye, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. Peace be the journey. We don't have to worry about you. And now we get to see exactly what's going on, actually the functionality of the offense, or was it you? That's what we're looking forward to seeing. First of all, we didn't like you. We didn't like your offensive scheme. They did nothing to help us win. So that's that. But let's take this back to the, you know, the genesis. This started last night around close to midnight with Joe Judge's post-game interview, how he was feeling, as, uh, Ella, as, as OG mentioned, he felt betrayed, it was personal, and um, I would like to get a little bit of Joe Judge's presser in here, maybe about a good five minutes or so, if that's cool, 
just to let people understand how things like this set off a chain reaction and you actually lose your job. So it's not because, oh, Jason Garrett was, got fired because of this game. No, this was a buildup, ladies and gentlemen, and it was a tear down. And this is one piece, as I mentioned earlier, with that great word domino, this is one piece to the domino effect. If we're going to clean house, this is how we begin. If Freddie Kitchens is going to be here, let's see, because he's got he to fight for a job as well. So without further ado, I'm going to present Jason Garrett. You guys tell me how you feel. Some people didn't hear his presser. Some people did. And we're going to get to our head coach and let him say what he has to say. And then remember today's event was a part of the reason why that happened. So let's get to Joe Judge, ladies and gentlemen. Generally speaking, you know, we can do everything better. Uh, we didn't do anything really well enough to win the game tonight. Can't make mistakes with turnovers, penalties, and mental errors. We've got to make sure we put our players in a better position for coaching. We've got to make sure we actually have the opportunity to make plays. And that being said, you know, our folks will ship to Philadelphia with a six-day week to turn around for the division opponent. We'll begin immediately tomorrow, you know, getting ready for the next opponent. But we're not going to turn the page on this as coaches until we make sure all the corrections are made. So that being said, we'll open any questions you have. Joe, what did you think of your players' body language tonight when things started going wrong? Particularly thinking after, like, you guys tied with 10 10. They come right down to make it 17 10. At that point, did you think that your guys responded well? I our guys stayed tuned to the game. I thought they did, especially, you know, through first. I know the part you're talking about when I went down to 17 10. Some of our guys were in tune to the game, competitive. Uh, look, down the stretch, i got to look at some things on tape before I make any, you know, assessments. But we got to make sure we do a better job when our players in position to have success. we got to go out there. we got to execute and finish the plays when they're in front of us. So on that fourth and one play there. Yeah, first drive, second half. Yeah. So were you, were you rushing to the line to beat the clock there, or was that part of the strategy? And then, and then what were the options there for Jason? I'm not going to go through a complete play that section. In terms of the tempo, the line, that was part of the strategy right there. We have different tempos, like every team does, as far as mixing them at different times. Uh, that one right there was as far as, you know, moving the line. You know, obviously, for a quick snap off a direct read. So, obviously, it didn't work. What, what, uh, what happened before halftime? It's like, it, you know, ran the play, the clock kind of ran down, and then you guys called timeout, and then the closest clock came out right away. I was curious. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, they had multiple timeouts. I'll make sure we can move the ball in position right there. Let's get a shot at the end zone. Yeah, I'm going to look at the tape before I make any, you know, final assessments on individual players. What about your offense? What do you think that is the score 10 points? Three of them came at 4 5 yard line. We've got to do a better job scoring points. I know it sounds pretty obvious and to the point with it, but I'm going to keep it just very blunt on that right there. We've got to do a better job putting our players in position to make plays. It can make good players. You know, we've got to put them in a better position to capitalize on it. That's it. We've got to make sure, you know, we sit down tomorrow as a coaching staff and understand how we're going to play this game and give our players a chance to make plays. So in reference to any kind of body language or anything at the end of the game, I'll handle the corrections we got to make. All right? But as a player, there's some things I'd be frustrated to with as well. well you know, I'm going to keep that between the team right there. But you have still the faith in Jason Garrett and I have faith in all the people on our team, players, coaches, everything. But, you know, look, we'll assess everything as a team, make any move we need to going forward. I'm not going to go into that right now. Joe, do you think at times today on offense – offensive line did not give you guys a chance to, you know, get a successful play going? At times, the guys protected very well, especially early when we played the game the way we talked about playing it throughout the week and we called it the way we, you know, talked about calling it throughout the week and giving the guys an opportunity to push the ball down the field. We got a lot of shots down the field. Some we capitalized on, some drew penalties, some, you know, whoever they end up down the field had opportunities. You know, we got into a mix at the end of the game. We're behind. You know, obviously they knew we were going to throw. Um, we got to change it up more now. We got to make sure that you know we call the game, you know, give our players a better chance for success. So anytime we've asked you to make a change in the coordinator, you've always said no. Let's not read too far into this right now, Dan. I respect and understand the question, um, but we must stay off that right now. I mean, ideally, you want to produce on all sides of the ball and all games, but this is a game where you have basically all your skill guys back, injured back, except for the first right? So would you have thought that you guys would have done a lot more? I expect this to produce at a higher level. Let's keep it that. My expectations are pretty high, and I'm not compromising for anybody. How does Kenny only go through a game and have one target? How does Kenny go through a game and only have one target? He had more than one, but it wasn't enough. So 
Get more than one, but it wasn't enough. We'll make sure we correct that. And that's all we need. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys hear that audio fine? Was that good? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> that's all we need. That's all we need. That's, that's, that was our head coach. That's, that's all we need. <laughs> that's all we need. It went on longer than that, but we don't need nothing else because he answered the question that we would have asked him if we was up there being the media. You heard what he said. And that's said what led to today's event. When, I, when, he said, when he said we will fix that, I already knew we did. He wasn't talking about them getting together. Yeah, that's the fact. I wouldn't have, but yeah. I still would have believed, I would have believed it better when I saw it. But no, I mean, I knew what the was. Walking away from that, I would have. Yeah, I, I kind of felt it was going to happen, to be honest with you. I, I really did. I, I just didn't know if it was going to happen, like, about before, before the this game. But I, I did feel like it was, it was imminent. You heard what he said. That's obvious we don't score enough points. We've got to get that corrected. We have too many skilled players to not be scoring points. But we'll get that corrected. He's mad about yeah. somebody. He feels bad for the players. You already know it's a problem. Right. I mean, look, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't wish any failure on on Judge, even though I'm extremely infuriated with him on this clock management thing that has has plagued him, and it's not just a one-time thing. So that's very concerning for me. It's also very concerning of his attitude and the way he's been talking thus far. Last night was kind of like, you know, I get it. He, you know, he's pissed off. But it's inexcusable when you're down uh, one score and you don't even try. And it's not the first time. Not the first time where you went into a half with time to do something, to be able to get momentum coming back out, and you don't. You know, now, like I say, I don't know if that's Garrett. I don't know if that's Ben Garrett. But it just seems to me that Joe has uh, gone along with the flow a lot. Whenever they find him, he is over there looking and waiting for somebody to do something. Like, no, this Mm -hmm. is the time where you need to do something. Get these people start moving your hand in a circle like all these other coaches and speed up. You and you going for it on fourth down with fourth and two, and you come, you breaking the huddle, the, the, the huddle with four seconds, four seconds to go, and you don't call a fucking timeout. That's on the head coach. I agree. That's on the head coach. Exactly. Man. That's terrible. Exactly. So he's not absolved because he did this, but he's going to have to show that he can do it. Because I'm not convinced he's in him either. Me I like either. what he said, okay. but I ain't convinced. I'm with you. One man is not the downfall of three phases. So we're going to see exactly how much, and that's what I mean about this situation, gentlemen, and I want to get an answer from you guys on that. One guy on. being fired does not mean it's the downfall of all of the team. So we get a chance to assess what part did he actually have in this process that was such a failure. But we get to see that too. Nah, like what what Joe Judge did, right? This is what he did, right? Like they were both in the room, like all of them in the room, <laughs> and they both fought it, right? <laughs> you feel me? They both fought it. But Joe Judge was like, yo. Yo, God, yo, damn, yo, you stink like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> yo, you got to get out of here, bro. And then everybody in the room start looking at God like, hey, yo, God, damn, yo, stink like a motherfucker in here, G. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And all the eyes was on God, who, but, but they both fought it. But... <laughs> But when you make a move like this, right, after a press conference like that, it takes a lot of the psychological off the situation. You said the situation. Was a silent but deadly 
So we just need to figure out who we are as a team, man, and, you know, stop using all the excuses. Because injuries are part of the game, man. So we can't we can't base everything on nobody's completely healthy. So we just got to go ahead and not beat ourselves, play consistent ball, man, good clock management and discipline, all all those things that you need not to beat yourself. That's all I that's all I want to see. I don't care about wins. Actually, I don't even, I really don't even want token ass wins. I'm pissed off. Season's done. Okay, we ain't winning shit. So you know, let's not even get caught up in no goddamn stupid ass wins. So I don't. All I'm doing is messing up draft picks because I am damn sure thick of draft picks. And I want to answer. The big answer is is Daniel Jones the dude to me right now? He is definitely not the dude. So he's got to prove that he is to y'all because he ain't to me. So fuck all else. All eyes on him. I'm ready for the draft. Let's go. 2022. Let's get it. He ain't going to choose no quarterback anyway. He ain't got to to me. I'm done. That's crazy. Oh, gee. Right. I mean, we all know what's about to happen. So, question is, do you think as well? Looking forward to this whole situation with Freddie Kitchen? Because I know... LRP can't wait to get his fingers into that clay once I push the once I push it over his side to the table. Because I am excited. And so I'll go real quick and you guys can have the floor again. First off, what I'm looking for is not, oh, all of a sudden we're about to go on a 35 to 40 point scoring spree. No. What I'm looking for is the difference in scheme with a difference in the way you use our quarterback. I want to see how Freddie Kitchens uses our quarterback. That's what I'm so ready to see. I'm ready to see that right there. I'm ready to see how his run scheme is going to be with Saquon and Booker. I want to see the route running and the distribution of the football up the field because that's his type of thing. He throws the ball down the field. Everybody knows that. That's just Kitchens' way. So I want to see if he's going to be a stumble block and start off slow, or he's going to come in and know exactly what he wants to do. He's been plotting, planning, and now it's time for the procedure. And if Joe Judge had this planned all along and couldn't wait for Garrett to slip and bump his head so he could slide the tray right over on the side of the table and feed us kitchens, like I did that. So, yeah, I've been, I think that this has been the plan the whole time. You don't hire 22 coaches if you ain't got something up your sleeve. So finally, we get to see his plan develop, and we get to see what's going to happen in development for our team on offense. So that's how I feel. This was all cool. All right, all right. Well, I would tell you, I'm with OG. I don't want to touch that question of wins and and moving that far. I really don't. But for the sake of participation, I will agree with Shakes and say five out of the seven. Um, That would be sufficient enough for me to feel confident in the squad, offensive squad, that we have. Five out of the seven is impressive. You stepping in and and doing that. That's point blank period. And that's not even putting uh, expectations on it. That's That's just a stat. You know what I mean? That's just a stat. If you win five out of seven games, Based off of how you started, you, you know, that's impressive. You know what I'm saying? And you got to give that credit, you know. So I participate in that in that regard. Um, but I, I'm definitely with OG. I'm, man, this shit, I'm not of the regard of saying that I do believe that the first domino has fallen. And now we're going to see something different. Um. All I want to see is efficiency. I just want to see efficiency. I want to see someone who is following the flow of the game, not kneecapping someone just because you want to do something different. I want to see you use what you are good at and attack it, not the sporadic bullshit that we saw last night and that we've been seeing. And this proof is in the pudding. It's sporadic. You had no plan to begin with. You just wanted to show a whole bunch of different shit just to show people that you were creative when you weren't. And you were kind of doing it arrogant like to say, oh, y'all motherfuckers want this? Fine, I'm going to give it to you. And then you do some dumb shit. 
And that's what it was. You go into a pistol full formation Panther that we ain't never seen. You got Brightwell, Barkley, and Penny on the field at the same time in a a 23 personnel. Never seen that formation. You run one play out of it. You got the, You see the defense's reaction. You see, oh, shit. You see Lamonte David. You see White. You see JPP. You see Donovan Sue look up and like, yo, what's this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you go away from it. You go away from it. For what? You could have ran ten. You could have ran five plays. You could have gave these people their carries out of that one set, and it would have looked different every single time. It would have looked different every single time, and you would have had them on their heels. But you didn't. But you, like I said, you arrogantly wanted to show that you could be creative just for the sake of doing it, and then you ended up looking sporadic, and you had no identity. And the whole thing that they were saying during the broadcast, Judge played this interview of them people saying, have an identity to yourself, and then this is what you show. The maturation, the teaching, the dots don't line up. Like you're on the blackboard trying to teach a math problem, you give the answer, but you go all the way around the corner and nobody understands how you got there. So I'm not expecting that to have a 180 just with one guy. I'm not. And we still got uh, Graham to deal with because let's not act like that whole shit was fun. (laughs) You know what I mean? We still got No, that you know. was a fucking blast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about No, hold on. Hold on. Listen, listen, listen. And at the end of the day, oh, you talking that right shit, man, but this is his shit. It really falls on him, too. So, man, his ass is on the motherfucking hot seat, too, man. Let me say, you better not get on there later talking that goofy shit, oh, yuck. We just just get nothing going. Oh, yuck, he better not start that goofy shit later on. You know, Graham asked yeah, no, go me mean, right? We got a lot to do. We got a lot to do, but I'm glad that they got started getting to work on trying to fix it. Whether it's fixed way, or not, to be told. But, but I'm out the way. I, I think Graham got him. As goofy as Huckleberry he is, he is, I think he's kind of being condescending. Like, <laughs> you know, humble as me. But I think he actually knows he's probably the smartest or best coach in the building, to be honest with you. I really believe that. You know, now he, he does some bonehead shit, but I think he already knows that, number one, he sees there's a lot of stupid shit going on around him. But I know either way, man, you know, I just – I'm really concerned about Daniel Jones, man. All the bad play calls and all that stuff you see, I cannot get certain shit out of my head, man, with this dude, man. I mean, just his lack of command for the actually offense and holding the players responsible because it's his team on the field. That's what I do know about football. So when you got an offensive lineman who keeps missing blocks and all that shit, you do one or two things. You start barking at his ass, or you make the judges, make the you know make the coaches come get his ass off the fucking thing to the point where he's worried about losing his job anyway because he's they ain't gonna get into it with the quarterback. So. But when you got a quarterback who don't have the confidence of himself or the, or the equity to call nobody else out, it's a problem. So, I, you know, Daniel Jones is missing people wide open. He's clearly throwing the ball to the wrong people. And that's the problem. It's the same shit. You know, it's the same thing at the worst time that has nothing to do with bad play calling or bad play by the offensive line. I don't like it the way he's not aware in that pocket, man. I mean, his decision-making on whether to run or get rid of the ball, not get rid of the ball, it's not bad. It's not. I'm not going to see him going all the things I know I've seen in my mind. But sooner or later, y'all going to have to admit that shit to yourself because I'm telling you, he don't got it. So you're just lying to yourself. So you're blind. You can't see it yet. Right, he ain't no. got it. I want him, I want right, him no, to have it. But he ain't fucking got it. Get over the shit because I have to. I try to tell him, bro. I try to tell him last year that he don't have it, bro. You don't fucking got like, I came up, into right? this season, like, I'm going to give him a chance, and I did of see course. an improvement in him. But like you said, and I agree, I still see things that's like you're not a franchise quarterback, bro. Like You're a career backup just like I thought you was, bro. Now, maybe we can fucking uh, build around you and, 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 and 
try to cover what? up your mishaps and just make you a game <laughs> manager, maybe we can win that way. What, yeah, you know I mean, is my whole assumption, but no. This dude is not a franchise quarterback, yo. I, just I absolutely it. totally agree. I agree. I think I said that last year because I asked you, I asked everybody what do they feel the meaning of a franchise quarterback is. Shakes, you named up some names. I agree with you on those names. And I went to my always premise. He is Ryan Tannehill-ish. That's it. No, no, he's not. He's not even that good. Ryan Tannehill don't hurt his team. You, you must have, OG, let me tell you something. Before he's you finish talking, you must have forgot no, who he was not. in Miami. You must have forgot who that man was in Miami. Don't Bro, you, I'm not going to say nothing because I know you're not thinking about Ryan Tannehill in Miami. I know you're not. Right. So I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to win the Tennessee right now. What we're looking at, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, now, at. see, you got to understand listen, the whole point. It's not enough time to go into that. His resume is a lot longer than Daniel Jones. Even before college, this man didn't have 38 turnovers in fucking college at Duke, man. Listen, I ain't listen, brother. I don't want to argue with you, man, because I know that you take it kind of personal. Because no, I'm talking saying, about what, I was just on a conversation that we was all agreeing on. And you, I said Ryan Tannehill name, and you thinking about the successful guy in Tennessee. I'm talking about a whole process when it comes to the type of quarterback he is. I don't need nobody to endorse the fact that I know that Daniel Jones is a bum. I love you, bro. But I don't need you or anybody else to do it. I just want to make it clear, and I want to be on fucking record. He's a fucking bum. He's not just not a franchise player. He's a bum. He's a dude that will hurt your team at the worst fucking time. Okay? You can't trust him. Period. He's not the fucking dude. He's not just a franchise dude. He's not the fucking dude. Can't work with him. I wish you could I mean, prove listen, me otherwise. Everybody has say, their opinion, brother. Everybody has their opinion. That's fine with me. I just know what I'm talking about, meaning as that dude is one of those quarterbacks that you have to put him in a Tannehill situation. That's it. Eli Manning was in a Tannehill situation. He just evolved and became better than we thought he was going to be or some of us wanted him to feel. some of us thought he was going to be. Eli Manning was a headache, too. Let's stop it, man. We're right where we are now. I don't want to go to Eli because he's not even on the same class as Eli. He's done nothing. The difference why Daniel Jones is terrible because at least we score points with fucking Eli. You could deal with his mistakes because we could score fucking points. We don't do that shit with fucking Daniel Guess Jones, what? man. Guess what, brother? Ever since he took his turnovers cut down, so did the few points he was scoring with those fucking turnovers. He's scared to throw the ball because he's fucking, you know, he don't even trust oh, himself. We get it, bro. We we get it. It's not going to change him playing the next seven games. I, so well, okay. I hope he does. I hope he does. For whatever he's going to have. He's going to. Like that's not the, that's not the problem. If you notice, Joe Judge ain't say nothing about him. He got right to the business. Or what? Right, we got sixty yeah, seconds. We got sixty seconds left in the show, man. This has been a great. Fuck you, Gary. Goodbye show, man. Brought to you by Shakedown and all the guys who represent us. OG Steve. We love you. We got uh, 30 seconds left, man. So uh, we only need a closing because it's obviously the grand closing for Jason Garrett. So outside of that, anybody else got any thoughts that they want to share? We get it, OG. Fuck Daniel Jones, too. He's not the guy. Nobody is disagreeing. Shakes, anything you want to say? Last 30 seconds, LRP, really quick. Um, like I said, man, um, this conversation will continue later on. Um, we definitely gonna talk about the uh game last night. We talk about Garrett firing and uh we're gonna talk about Daniel Jones, man. It's a lot lot to talk about. Not your average Tuesday. My quarterback is free. Seven PM My quarterback is free. You understand? So that's it, man. Great shit, man. We needed this special. I'm glad we did it. Awesome shit, man. See y'all later. No problem, man. As we always say, we out of here. 7 p.m. tonight. Not your average Tuesday. Y'all know what time it is. Fuck you, Jason Gary. Goodbye. Peace. Got away from the abusive husband. That man is Jennifer Lopez about to live his best life. Ouch, ouch.
Ouch. Ouch. Ouch. Free day, you do. Back. 